When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply course as always there's absolutely always something happening over in the united states of america and a staple on the overnight crowd a staple for longer than i and longer longer than a lot of the presenters on the overnight crowd is chris perkins from the u.s g'day chris how you doing mate i i am doing good yes i am the i i am the 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 continuity, I guess, would be the word. There, there's always continuity on the overnight crowd because I'm still here. Well. And as everybody abandons me. No, that's all right, mate. Well, <laughs> hey, it's good. You get to see the young blood coming through. Uh, you can, you know, you can be that's a guidance, true. I suppose. Uh, but uh, Chris, last week. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, there you go. Yeah, the, yeah, I get to see the young up-and-comers, uh, make their way and pay their dues on the overnight shift like I did back in the day when I was in radio. Well, and, and as well, like, you sort of come on and so it's you're essentially one one hour till home time as well. So it's like, I, I wouldn't yeah. say it's the easiest part of the shift for the presenter. It's, you know, there's sort of energy sort of waning a little bit, but then they get to hear your voice and your enthusiasm of all things American sports, and you just can't help but perk back up. Perk up yeah, for well, perker. And it's early morning for me. I, it's at mid-morning, early morning, whatever you want to call it. You know, I, I've been up for a couple of hours. I'm full of energy. I'm yeah. caffeinated. Yeah, okay. And, yep. uh, you know, you, you, I, you, my energy just kind of bleeds off onto people, I guess. Well, they do say, they do say that in the morning, the first thing in the morning is when your brain is working at the best capacity of itself. Now, if the brain works at its full capacity when you first woken up, it must be the complete opposite at the other time, which is where I, I nearly find myself now. But that's okay. That's that's not too bad. Yep. But yep. And, and I've done your I've done your shift. I know exactly what you mean. Two o'clock in the morning is not a good time for me. But yeah, you know that's okay though. Look, you you, you just got to get on with it. But hey, Chris, last week we chatted about you moving, and you were. Currently, yeah. you were currently in the you were you were actually moving that day. Now, how, how did that all go? Uh, we got everything moved across town into the new house. Now it's just a matter of organizing the new house. Now, um, I have already made excuse to get out of that job and, and leave that to my partner because uh, I have to go earn the big bucks to keep the household running and pay yeah. bills. Uh, and I have to be away from home to do that because of my, my job as a truck driver. So I, I am in Iowa today and not in Missouri dealing with all that crap. 
I mean, yeah, that, that sounds like a good deal because uh, we, we talked about this just off air just a second ago. I mean, moving moving sucks, but a close second is yeah. that period between you haven't got your Foxtel or your cable set up, the internet's not set up, you're still waiting for a few bits of furniture and you don't really feel like uh, it's not a home yet. You've just moved in. And that period, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that period. But, looks, so you, you get to sort of, you know, you, you get to phone it in, so to speak. Yeah, well, thanks, thankfully, everything was on when we got into the house. I mean, uh, we'd already had the Internet set up. The electric was switched on. The gas was switched on so we could cook because we have a gas stove in the new house um you know water was on every everything was set up uh the way we needed it uh it, it was just a matter of getting getting our stuff into the house and getting it organized and when i left on on saturday it, it was starting to get organized but it was still a, a kind of a chaotic jumble in there from what i understand it has gotten better in the last four or five days so by the time I get home Super Bowl weekend in a month, uh, the, the household should be coming along normally. Oh, so, so you spend about a month away at a time. Yeah, that, that's, that's the job as, a, as, as an over-the-road driver. If I go home too much, when, when the wheels on this truck don't turn, I make no money. Yeah, like, okay. I lose money when, when the wheels aren't turning. So, uh, you know, if I go if I go out for a week and go back home, I can't get those super long, really good paying loads. Yeah. Well, okay, like to the West Coast or up to the Northeast, because there's just not time to go to those places and get back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. I to to maximize the income. I, I typically stay out a month and have an extra long weekend when I go home, like a four or five day weekend. Yeah, okay. Once a month. Yeah, so essentially, like in Australia, we have fly-in, fly-out workers who go to the mines for about three weeks, four weeks, and then have right. one week off. So it's the same same sort of deal, essentially. And I, I mean, it must be sort of good because I remember when, like, say, my grandparents or whatever, they went on a holiday so they left the family house for a weekend or whatever it was and they would come back and everyone, the mood was just, everyone was happy, everyone was happy to see each other. And I, and I suppose you're in a constant cycle of that. Yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, you know, like I said, it, I, it, I consider it, you know, my, my weekends aren't normal ones. You know, I'm working Saturday and Sunday usually. Yeah. But when I'm at home, instead of just being home for two days and then going back to a nine-to-five grind five days a week, you know, I get five days off at home. Yeah, no, fair uh, enough. On a typical, you know, on a typical time off. I get re-energized. I get to do stuff at home that I want to do. You know, if there's, if there's stuff that I need to do at home, well, I've got time to do that as well because... You know, I'm not home on Saturday and Sunday when everything's closed. Yeah, no. You know, I'm, I'm home on a Thursday. I mean, you have, a, have a doctor's appointment, you can go to a doctor's appointment, just fit that into the schedule, whatever. Yeah, no one else is around you Thursday. handle some business. Well, we've always got to handle some business, Chris, and that's all we like to do here on the Overnight Crowd is handle some business. Now, Rooster Mars, I'm sure you're aware of, he's got a, he's got a question for you. Uh, can you please ask Perko whether he yep. liked the music of guitar maestro Jeff Beck, who we sadly lost yesterday? 
By G's, he could play. Rooster Muzz. You're, you're asking me about music. Well, that's I'm not asking you about music. I am the proxy who's asking you about music. So Rooster Muzz, that was from Rooster Muzz. Oh, you are the proxy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's not that's kind of, I, that was Rooster I Muzz. Am, I am. I, I did happen to see that name, and I, I am not around musicians whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so I, I really can't answer that. I, it's, it's just not an answer I got for you. I, like I said, I saw the name, I saw the headline, and I go no deeper. <laughs> I... I... I like this text, too, coming through from Michael. I'm not sure if he's talking about me or talking about you, but this is a text that I like. And, you know, when I'm in the final hour of the show, I sort of like this sort of humour. Um, so, again, Chris, I'm not sure if it's me or you. What a life gets paid to talk crap about moving house instead of sport on sports radio. I mean... <laughs> I, I You're getting that, paid. I'm not. Well, yes, I, I think he's half talking to me, half talking to you. But, Michael, good morning to you. Thanks for listening. You've been tuning in for the entirety of the show. We'll, we'll talk a bit of sport now. <clears throat> we'll talk a bit of sport. Here, good news. Here's the, here's, yeah. the thing, here's the thing about when you – hey, Nibbo, real yep. quick. Here's the beautiful thing about Talkback Radio. You've got four or five hours of the show to fill – you gotta go to the BS topics occasionally. Oh, mate, I, I live you in the BS topics. The you gotta have the. You you have got to have the stream of consciousness going. Just you you, you just gotta let things flow naturally. Okay, that that's the beauty of talkback radio. Yeah. No. Look. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we, you know, hosts get off topic all the time, and that's a beautiful thing. I don't mind it. <laughs> We'll, we'll get we'll get the train back on the rails, though. Don't worry. Oh, soon, soon enough. But, yeah, look, I do like sort of going down that track of, you know, stuff that doesn't really matter because, let's be honest, mate, where I am, it's 2 o'clock in the morning and your brain does start to wonder. But we will get back on track. Michael, thanks for reminding us, reminding us of that. Now, good news. Uh, in the last couple of days, Perko, and we, we talked about this last week, and I'm sure on most of your crosses you've been uh, chatting about this. Damar Hamlin out of hospital. It's been a dramatic recovery, has it not? Yes. Not bad. Nine days after he collapsed and nearly died on the field in Cincinnati. Yeah, unbelievable. Damar Hamlin's home. He was, he was released from University of Cincinnati Medical Center over the weekend. Uh, went home to Buffalo, checked into the into a hospital up there, so they could run some more tests on him. But they released him yesterday, and wow! A after what we saw on Monday Night Football a week ago, Monday it is to to see him released it is just an incredible thing. And here, here's a bold prediction for you. All right. Buffalo plays their, their wild card game Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m. local time. I'm going to make a bold prediction. I like bold Lamar predictions. Lamar Hamlin's going to lead the team out of the tunnel on Sunday. What? What? Not not play or just, like, be there and, like, moral support? No, not support. play. He's, oh, yeah, okay. Well, not play. He's on, in, he's on injured reserve. Oh, right, okay. Because well, that would have been bold. He's going to be in. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, when, when Tamar Hamlin went down, I talked about a guy by the name of Chris Tonger 25 years ago 
had suffered very a very similar incident on the ice in Detroit in a playoff game. Got hit by a puck in the chest, collapsed, had that CPR performed. He missed one game. He was playing hockey four days later. Yeah, no. Okay, there you go. Well, that, that okay. is a bold prediction. But, no, but, but, but I totally, I can totally see Damar Hamlin in the tunnel, the smoke right, you know, the smoke rises when, when the team's about to come out of the tunnel. You got the crowd of 70,000 at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, you know, on their feet. They see him in the tunnel, the smoke rises. And he walks out wearing his number three jersey, leading the team onto the field. Can you imagine oh. the atmosphere? Yeah, absolutely. If, uh, if if he leads the Bills onto the field Sunday afternoon, you can't tell me that the Bills aren't going to hang a hundred of the Dolphins. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, you saw the emotion in the in the straight up aftermath of what happened a couple of weeks back. Um, but on the other side of that, the Dolphins, have, they've got a couple of injury concerns for themselves. Their star quarterback, Tua Tangai Lower, oh. is still out with injury concussion, I believe, or is he 50-50 to play? He's been ruled out. Oh, he's, he's, he has been Which ruled out. Okay. Means my, right. Yeah, the, what I saw yesterday is that he's officially been ruled out, and the line jumped. The yeah, line, okay. It, it was already Buffalo. Buffalo was like a nine-point favorite um, before that announcement. It's jumped to 13. Wow, okay, yep. Well, there you go. I guess that shows. Skylar Thompson's going to be – yeah, Skylar Thompson's going to start Sunday for the for the Dolphins. And, yeah, I, I be, between just the fact that Buffalo is really damn good and a Super Bowl contender – um, and, and the fact that the Dolphins are going with their third-string quarterback. Uh, yeah, I don't like Miami's chances in this one. Plus, I, I took a sneak peek at the weather forecast for Buffalo Sunday. Uh, kickoff temperatures can be about minus 2 Celsius, which by Buffalo standards is actually pretty good. Right, and then uh, Miami, and there's, yeah. There's no snow in the yeah, there's no snow in the forecast either, which is equally good. I mean, the the number of shirtless people in the stands and in Buffalo Sunday will be will be ginormous. Jeez. Despite the fact that it'll be minus two at kickoff. Well, good on them. Well, good on them. Another another text coming through, <laughs> uh, Dean. As you know, massive massive fan of yours, Perko. Uh, how are the Niners looking going forward? They take on Seattle on Sunday morning our time. It's a trap game. Trap game. Be we don't like trap games. Yeah. Just, just be careful. San Francisco, they're a great team. but And Brock Purdy has been fantastic since he came in as a starting quarterback. But we are now into the playoffs. It gets real at this point because one loss and your season is over. You're planning family vacations and golf trips if you lose. Yeah. Okay. And you got Brock Purdy, rookie seventh rounder, Mr. Irrelevant, final pick in the draft in 2022, who's going to be your starting quarterback on Sunday. And Seattle has been surprisingly good this year. We thought yes. Seattle was going to be in a rebuild. Geno Smith came in as starting quarterback, did a fantastic job for, for Seattle, and got them to the playoffs. Seattle's kind of playing with house money. 
And San Francisco has been thought to be a Super Bowl contender. They have a boatload of talent, especially on offense, but that defense may, may be underrated, but they are, they are they're one of the best in the league. They're the San Francisco defense. Okay? San Francisco's a favorite. They should be a favorite. I expect them to win, but they cannot take Seattle lightly because Seattle does have the ability to sneak up on teams. Plus, it's a division rivalry. There's a whole lot of hate between San Francisco and Seattle, and Seattle would love nothing more than to kick the 49ers out of the playoffs this year. That, that would just be an added bonus to an unexpectedly good season if they could knock the 49ers out of the playoffs. So the Niners have got to be on upset alert this week. They cannot be looking ahead to the next round. They cannot be looking ahead to an NFC championship game. They have got to take care of business this weekend, take down, take down Seattle, and, and then focus on next week. Because if, they, if they're looking ahead, they will get beat. Well, that's how we'll start the uh, wild card round Sunday morning our time. I want to have a look at the game on Tuesday morning our time or lunchtime on Tuesday. The Bucks up against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Dak Prescott, and a couple of games that I've watched in the last few rounds, he's thrown quite a few intercepts. Uh, it is going to be billed as the battle of the quarterbacks. Tom Brady, obviously everyone knows Tom Brady, and his form has sort of dipped in the last few rounds too. How, how do we read this one? Actually, actually, Brady's been I mean, Brady and the Bucks in general have been better the last the last few games. We'll discount what happened last week because in Week 18 because game meant nothing. The the Bucks were already locked in as the fourth seed. They won the division title. And you know, they emptied the bench in, in the second half. Right? Yeah. Brady didn't play the full game. So we'll, we'll kind of discount what happened last week. But, but the Bucks the last few weeks have looked better than, than they had earlier in the season. Uh, it's a rematch from week one where uh, Tampa Bay took care of business, beat Dallas in week one uh, pretty comfortably, actually. Uh, but you mentioned that Prescott. Yeah, he's... Had some issues the last uh, few weeks throwing to guys wearing jerseys that aren't looking like him. Yeah. In fact, well. he's, he's thrown an interception in each of the last seven games, at least one. So having a little bit of a turnover problem, that and that's gonna be that's gonna be the big deal uh for this game against Tampa. Of course, you've got the storylines with Tom Brady. Could this be Tom Brady's final NFL game? Could it be? Wow. Because like, playoff time, you lose, you're out, and I, I don't expect Tom Brady to be playing football next year. There you go. Another bold prediction. Well, he'll be he'll be forty six of the he'll be forty six years old at the start of next season. Uh, he retired for forty days this past off season and came back, and it hasn't gone great for him. So you know you'll have that storyline, but. The, the, the storyline from the other side, Dallas, great start to the year. They, they've played well at times. Uh, there have been other times they haven't looked so good. Plus, you got the interception problem, and it, it seems like the continuation of about the last 30 years where the Cowboys will start great, everybody gets their hopes up, and then they get to the playoffs crash and burn. Well, there you go. Bold prediction, I suppose. 
Uh, just before we move off the football, we are watching the college, uh, the national championship the other day. And, I mean, the Horn Frogs. You actually watched that? How, well, much of it did, how much of it did you watch? Well, I, I saw a few touched out. Well, it's on the, on the screens at work here, so I was sort of watching it. And then, and then I saw it just get out of whack. But I, I thought in American sports there was a oh. bit of a rule around smashing a team too hard. Is that not the case? And maybe kind of an unwritten rule, but uh, I, it, it kind of depends on the situation. National championship game, uh, uh, no, there, yeah. there, there's no mercy. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I, and and in, all, in all honesty, uh, Kirby Smart called the dogs off in the fourth quarter. Right, he, so they, they could have got more. He brought, uh, hey, they totally could have. I mean, they... They pulled Stetson Bennett with 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Kirby Smart gave him his curtain call early in the fourth, brought in the backup quarterback, and they and it was a 52-7 at that point. They still tacked on 13 more points. Yeah, Chase. Even with the backups on the field. <laughs> I, yeah. That is how good Georgia was Monday night in the national championship game. I... I I look at the rest, and everybody thought about, well, TCU didn't belong there. No, TCU belonged there. They, they made the playoffs. They beat Michigan in the semifinal. They, they deserve to be in that title game. But let me, let me ask you something. Who in college football could have been within two touchdowns of that Georgia team Monday night, that played Monday night? That was, that was one of the most clinical executions I have seen in in football in a in a in a high stakes championship level game in football. You don't see teams score sixty five points in a in a championship game very often. Yeah. I mean the, the only comparison, the only close comparison I have at any level of football is like the nineteen forty NFL championship game. That ended seven. That that wound up that was uh, final score was seventy three to nothing. Yeah. Wow. No, that's a, that's an absolute. And, and that's a game from eighty years ago. That yeah. That's the closest comparison I have to any championship in the modern era. Maybe the the the, the first Dallas Buffalo Super Bowl fifty two seventeen fifty five ten the Niners over the Broncos in uh, in Super Bowl twenty four. Those are the closest comparisons I've got to, to what happened Monday night. You just don't see them all that often. Yeah. Where where a, a team that's playing for a national championship has been good enough to get all the way to a championship game just gets whacked like that. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, look, I guess there's uh, the pointy end of the NFL still around the corner. Uh, some massive games in wild card round this weekend. Hey, just before I let you go, it seems like Josh Giddy on his debut on national TV posted up a triple double. Oh, nice! Yeah, I that. I didn't. I didn't catch any NBA last night. No, well, yeah, I think Josh Giddy is killing it. It's always good to see Aussies doing well in the NBA because you know us as Australians. Uh, if anyone That's does good. well on the on the world stage. We get right in behind them now. Perko, mate, enjoy the next couple of weeks out of the house, and hopefully by the time you get back, mate, it'll be all good to go. Yeah, like I said, I'll be home for I'll be home for the Super Bowl. 
middle of February. So I'll be out on the road all through these uh, these first three weeks of playoffs. Uh, but yeah, Super Bowl Super Bowl weekend. Plan on having a Super Bowl party at my house. Seventy uh, five inch TV in my living room uh, to watch the game on. I, I it will be heaven. It will be absolute heaven, Chris, mate. As always, I really appreciate you taking some time to have a chat with us tonight on the Overnight Crowd. No problem. You have a good night.